0: This is Biz. I'm a part time working mom with a toddler son and a daughter who's a
1: full blown kid. And I'm Teresa, a part time working mom with two little boys and another on the way. This is a show about life after giving life.
0: Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, train that potty again. Plus, Biz paints herself in a new light. Teresa has a kindergarten update. And we talk to Jamie Glowacki, author of Oh Crap, Potty Training.
1: Woo!
0: Uh, Teresa? Yeah? I don't want to talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah. But there's not there's an elephant in the room. There's two
1: dogs two in the room. Two small dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. They ended up here today. I I don't know. It's a long, stupid story. Doesn't matter. Uh, We got dogs. They're here. Great. Coco and Sissy Thorne are joining us today. Special guests. Yeah. Dogs.
0: (laughs) Teresa's, like, layered with dogs right now. She's, she's like, there's one, like, under her. uh, There's one on her. You know, there's I'm a to, Well, see,
1: I'm trying to keep them separated right now because they decided to start playing right as we decided like, to start recording. It was like beyond Thunderdome in yeah. there for a second. Yeah. Two dogs
0: will enter, one will leave. Yeah. Do you
1: want a lap to sit into?
0: <laughs> how are you? Tr- Loretta, so so just know yeah. that this is happening. There's like it a is. small dog circus happening simultaneously. There may
1: be a yip oh, at some point. Could Hopefully. be me.
0: Could be the dogs. <laughs> we don't know. So with all that setup said, mm-hmm. how are you, Teresa?
1: Um, I'm all right. I have a little cold, um, but but I'm okay overall. I just I realized I really wanted to do like a little kindergarten update because I feel like there was a lot of buildup to Simon starting kindergarten a couple months ago. And then I think I just I haven't (laughs) talked about it because like all parents, you just began to accept it and turn away. (laughs) Basically, yeah. (laughs) Like there was a lot of anticipation, a lot of like worry and excitement and everything going into kindergarten. And then Actually, things have been going really well. And I think that's part of why I didn't want to say anything because I don't want to do the thing, which is it's great. Yeah. everything's great It turned out to be great it turned um. out that kindergarten is great because now <laughs> today when i go to pick him up something, something will gray. be terrible so
0: um, talk to me with the idea that something horrible is happening right now at school <laughs> to juxtapose what well, you're about to let's tell put me. it
1: this way i mean things like things have not been perfect i mean for one thing we're having an issue and this segues into the show today mm-hmm. so we can talk about it more later but he he's like iffy on using the potty at school stuff. So that's that's been our main ongoing struggle. But amazingly, that hasn't been getting in the way of him just having a great time at kindergarten. He really likes his teacher. He has friends. He likes his friends. Um, He's excited about the work that he's bringing home, the piles and Piles of work that is coming home. It's so crazy. It's so out of control, (laughs) but he's so excited. Like, and they're you know they're doing like the letters, and so he's starting to figure out like making sounds and you know sort of reading like connecting all yeah, connecting all of that stuff. And it's so exciting for him. And so I'm just I. I'm not gonna I'm gonna try not to do the thing which is it turned out kindergarten is great. Nothing right. to worry about, all done here. It's like <laughs> I but I am really grateful that I actually didn't think that he would like it. Yeah, and it, that turned out not to be true. Like <laughs> right now he does like it. Right. And that is such a huge relief. It's so yeah, nice. That's good. That's yeah. good. It doesn't discount any worry or stress that
0: you had going into yeah. it at all. It's just that it's nice when it's working. Yes. Yeah, good. Totally. good. And good job recognizing that. Thank you. Yeah, because <sighs> it's also really easy to be like, to keep looking for something. You know what I mean? For, to keep looking yeah. for something. Totally. And, uh, which is totally normal. True. So
1: good job. Thank you. How are you?
0: I am fine. We are still recovering from our first slumber party. And that oh slumber God. party okay. is just a sleepover.
1: Sleepover. Sleepover. Okay. sleepover
0: uh so katie bell had a sleepover with Mm -hmm. her there's not much to report i regaled my mother in the story of the slumber party who could not stop laughing at me because i think it's definitely one of those things where you talk about the like oh and then we shut them in the room and i'm sure that's all they're going to do and then at three o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. you hear them coming through ellis's room and like what i just need some privacy what are you hey girls girls get back in bed what are you doing (laughs) yeah you know, like, they don't answer you. Yeah. like all this stuff. And then, like, at one point in time, Stefan, we heard them go to use the bathroom at around, like, 2 in the morning or 3 uh-huh. in the morning. And we hear them, and we hear the doors all close again. And I'm like, uh, both of us are like, yeah. okay, so they got up to use the But party. then Stefan gets up on his own, which is really rare, uh-huh. without there being a call out, uh-huh. a reason for him to get up. But he gets up, and I hear him go, and I hear him go out the back door. Because, uh, again, we have these two doors. You can right. either go through Ellis' room to get to Katie Bell's room, or she's got a door that's like, just faces our kitchen door. Yeah, it's out, uh, like you to have the to go outside. outside. Goes to the backyard. Yeah. And no one uses it after. We lock everything up at a certain point in time. But I hear Stefan opening the back door, and there's, like, this big long pause. And then he comes back, and I was like, what is going on? He goes, the lights were on. Yeah. They were jumping around, and I told them, Go to bed. And my mother was like, please tell me he didn't wear pants. Please tell me he didn't wear pants. Please tell me he was just like your father and showed up in his underpants. Um, And then, like, I went in later and totally used like Ellis slept through most of it, which was our big concern. He woke up around 5, and when I went to go put him back, I heard them and saw the lights on. And I did the classic, like, mom, like, scarily swing the door open and do that. You will turn off your lights right now. Yeah, Turn them off and go to bed. And it's the middle of the night. Close the door. Ellis, it's okay. It's all right. Hear them talking again. Open the right. Do you think I am kidding? Yeah. Do you do Does it sound like I am kidding? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The scary eyes. Yeah. You will go to bed. Yeah. Right? And then, like... Yeah, you know, the whole thing, like... It kind of sounds like they didn't go to bed at all the whole well, night. Well, they like, announced that they slept for two hours and then woke back up. Uh, huh. Possibly because Katie Bell demanded that there was some pillow fighting to happen in the middle of the night. This is both oh. of their very first sleepovers. Yeah. Lots of expectations. Right. Uh, it went exactly like it was... Two some, kids. Two kids. So it yeah. just Katie, Katie Bell, Bell and her friend. And her friend. Yeah. It went exactly like it should. No sleep. Lots of junk food. Everybody happy till around 8 o'clock in the morning when yeah. the whole thing de-evolves. Yeah. And I just put them in front of the television. Good. good. <laughs> Very good. But like, eh, it was fun. And I'm like, we needed to get that out of our system. Yeah. We needed to like have this happen because it was a whole bunch of like lead up. That, yeah. and, and it kept getting canceled and kept getting canceled. And finally I was just like, we're doing this because I can't have another weekend. Right. just being canceled. We've got to like, right. just, we're just going to suck it up and we'll do it. Good. So that was it. I mean, that was like that was the big excitement. Uh, I'm gonna talk more about other stuff uh, later in the show and my genius and fails that may relate to this. And uh-huh. it's just some self care updating because okay. last week, as yeah. we all know, I was having a rough time. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but that that will be for later. Mm-hmm. Uh, which you know, speaking of saving something for later, mm-hmm. dealing with it and wanting to talk about it later, mm-hmm. I think that ties in nicely <laughs> with what we're going to talk about in force today. Yeah, uh, which is more on potty training. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't want to talk about <laughs> potty training? Teresa. Yeah. Do you want to talk about potty training? You mean more than we have in the past?
1: <laughs> it's like the topic that keeps on giving. Yeah. I had to go back and double check. We did. We did an episode yeah. on it. It's like episode 36. Oh, or way something. early. Like wait, wait. Do we even have two kids at that point?
0: In no, time? we yeah. didn't have two right. kids.
1: And I think I may not have even started potty training mm. Simon or maybe it was around when I was potty training Simon.
0: Yeah. So now you've come out on the other side. Yeah. So, I mean, we felt like it was time to revisit for two reasons. One, yeah. Teresa's on the other side with her oldest son, Simon, who is, for everybody who's tuning in today, five. Uh, so Simon is five yeah. and Oscar is almost three. He's about like, to turn three. Literally, literally about to turn yeah. three. And uh, Katie Bell is seven and uh, Ellis is about to turn three in like two months. Yeah. Uh, a month behind uh, Oscar. And we both now have second children who are in that almost three Sweet, sweet potty training uh, zone. zone. So I had, I actually had a couple of questions I wanted to start off asking Teresa. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and you, I will ask them both. Mm -hmm. You may answer them in any any way you want. So Mm -hmm. again, Simon, you're now on the other side of. uh, So I'd love to know if you have any remembrances of like what you went through in potty training, Simon, and two with Oscar. I seem to remember you going into it differently with Oscar totally. when Oscar was born, and you were trying the whole, like, we're just going to put him on the potty yeah. as soon as he can sit kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, like, in the shower, the whole yep. nine yards. And I am intrigued to know how that worked out. Mm-hmm. Did it do anything, mm-hmm. or 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 no, or whatever. So mm-hmm. I just would like to know the status, I guess, of potty training in your house, yeah. past and present. Sure.
1: Um, so, let's see. Actually, yeah. So I tried a different approach with Oscar um, early on because um, I knew a lot of people who were potty training kind of early, like around age two, like, Mm -hmm. like early age two, you know, like um, two, two and three months, like, you know, just around that age and that and that it seemed to sort of work for them. Um, And so I read a book about it and the whole like premise of that is that you basically the idea the idea there is that like what we're doing is we're basically with the invention of disposable diapers right. is we're essentially like training our little 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 ones to pee and poop in their diaper and not be aware of it right um rather than what they used to do back in the day which was you know cloth diapers just didn't work that well yeah. and so kids kind of caught on Early, you know, earlier on, and they started using the potty earlier. Well, and I, were... I wonder
0: if also, as we as parents wanted them to do it earlier, yeah. since you we were just cleaning up so
1: the, much. The laundry yeah. and, you know, disposable diapers just make our lives easy. really easy, you yeah. know? And, um... And so I really, I liked this concept and I thought, you know, Simon's potty trained. Oscar's going to learn really fast because he's going to see what his brother's right. doing. I'm just going to start doing some of these things. So like some of the things were like, have your like 12 month old to 15 month old start just wearing trainers sometimes when you're at home right. so that or, or cloth diapers so they can start to like really feel when they're wet and notice the connection between like the muscles that they're using right. and that like the wetness or whatever. So I did a little bit of that and we would just take him to the potty sometimes and like he would go yeah. whenever we took him to the potty. And then I, you know, I've talked about on the show before that I just lapsed. Like yeah. I basically just got busy or <laughs> tired or people were sick for a, a phase of time and I just wasn't taking him to the potty. Yeah. It just was not, it was like an extra thing that I just, that came off right. was not a priority um, to the point where, you know, by the time he was two and a half and, you know, coming up on three, he really was just like any other, other you know, <laughs> any other kid who had not been through that. Where right. he was just going in his diaper and um and he did not want to use the potty and he would say no whenever I offered to use the potty right. and, and and all that. So basically it's kind of interesting because I didn't know we were gonna be talking about this today. But mm. sure enough, like a week ago or little more than a week ago, I just was like I just felt ready. Yeah. I just felt like I'd been feeling kind of, like, ready to do this. And, you know, we're, we have the other baby coming, and I want certain things to be... In order. In order, yeah. yeah. And so it's been on my mind, and it's been something that, you know, the other little kids in his preschool class that are around his age have started, yeah. you know, doing this. And I, I just... I kind of just knew he was ready. Yeah. It was actually, like, the exact same time frame as Simon, yeah. which was, like, a month before he turned three. And it actually went really fast. Like yeah. it took like four days, and we're done with diapers. Like he's, really, yeah. Like he uses wow. them at night, but yeah, he's dry yeah, yeah. when he wakes up. Like yeah, and just uses a potty. And it's like I just had to make this. Like I had to make that leap. You had to make the commitment yeah. to the like. like it's time done. to get on it now. Now it's time to get on. Well, you know what I mean? Like partially that, but like there were a couple times where I had to be like, "This is just what we're doing." But what actually happened was. He just realized from having a couple accidents that he didn't want to do that. Right. And so he just started go. So I'm not not actually taking him that much because he just knows when he has to go. So he'll just run for it. And I'm doing that thing where I keep the little potty in the living room. So it's just there. Yeah. And it's ready for him when he's playing or, you know, whatever he's doing. It's like very easily accessible to him. And, you know, we did a fair amount of... Uh, you know, pantsless time yeah. whenever we happened to be home. But at school, they they were re- they were super like ready to help. And yeah. he had a couple accidents at school. But then he started using it at school, and it was really similar to Simon, where it was like it was basically. I mean, I think it was partially cognitively yeah. on his part. He was ready to connect the dots a little bit, but it was really just me going like, "Okay, I'm going to do this for the next few days. We're going to be doing this." And like, there was like a day I was late for a meeting with you because like we had a poop accident in the morning that like took a while to clean up, or like you know you're waiting for poop sometimes, and you're like, "I can't leave the house if we're like sitting here waiting for poop." Right. (laughs) And uh, so there's there's just like some stuff like that that is just like way harder, but then yeah, but then it was. Yeah, it's, I wonder, it's basically done. You I'm know, interested like,
0: to see. I will say I went into it a little nervous that boy versus girl would somehow be
1: different. Uh-huh. Um, they do say like girls are like way faster. And boys mean, but take this longer. was around the
0: same time. I mean, like okay. you know, Katie Bell. I knew I three was sort of when I wanted that to happen. And with her, she was like very by the book. Like we like had a little book and had little stickers uh-huh. and we went through the whole thing. And uh, it took you know, a couple of months from literally start to finish, from uh-huh. the we are literally sitting on the potty now to we are in underpants uh, and without any break because mm-hmm. I only had one kid. Yeah. <laughs> it was really easy kind yeah. of to commit to the time that needed to be committed to. Uh, and again, this is totally separate from nighttime as well. Yeah, we didn't yeah. do nighttime until she was dry repeatedly right. in the morning. Yeah. Um, And then uh, with Ellis, he... Wanted to sit on the potty way earlier. I wasn't going to start Ellis until roughly now, yeah. you know, until a couple of months before three. But at yeah. almost right after he turned two, he wanted to sit on the potty. And, and so we let him and we, you know, told the school and they were like, oh, he. but we've never been consistent about mm-hmm. it in a way that said uh, so. If I'm like, all right, let's go use the potty, and he says no, I'm still totally like, yeah, all right. Okay,
1: fine. You're wearing a diaper, so <laughs> What, what fine. do I care? I, know. I don't
0: have time for this. You know? Know. Um, and so we're now in that window. We're like, all right, we're two months to three. I know that for Ellis, what I feel like all he needs now is the consistency. Put yeah. him in, like, maybe a couple of days without underpants yet, but with a diaper still, where I'm just putting him on the potty. Like, you wake up in the morning? we sit on the potty. Mm. Before we go to school, we sit on the potty. You know, uh, after lunch, we sit on the potty. Before bath, we sit, you know, like set Mm -hmm. these very key, good routine times Mm -hmm. like we did with Katie Bell and then the next week do it without the diaper. You know, Mm -hmm. keep going with it. Because Katie Bell, I don't really remember us having accidents with her Mm because she just, we just literally transitioned from diaper to underpants. We didn't do the pull-ups. We didn't do any of that with her. Um, And I'm in my brain, I'm trying to apply this to Ellis, but I don't know
1: You're if i to remember. Yeah, I'm just trying to, like, Alice. will yeah.
0: this—and will it work for him as much? <laughs> I'm just—I'm totally in that, like, selfish, frozen place yeah. of I don't want to commit to that schedule because that's going to take a lot of time away from me. And this is just purely selfish, guys. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the fact that I need to help my child, and I am going to. I am just saying, like, I want to talk about the, the potty training from the purely— like toddler inside of me, yeah. perspective, which is I know I have to commit to this, and i don 't want to yeah. <laughs> and uh, i don 't want to deal with accidents mm-hmm. and i don 't want to you know uh, do the underpants if you know, maybe I want to do pull ups maybe i don 't because he 's coming home from school talking about pull ups. Mm. Uh, and Steph and I just never used them with Katie, but it's not well, like well, it's just
1: the same as a diaper, right? Like, there isn't, isn't really a different, like, yeah. I mean, so I'm like, maybe why it's a little I... easier for them to pull down and up? Themselves, yeah, I feel like you're supposed like...
0: to be able to feel it more or something. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I'd rather skip it, you yeah. know. Um, but like, I feel, I know we're getting to that place where I can no longer put it off. Mm. and I have to make the commitment. know. and I'm going to say knowing that it's not correct that I'm sure it will only take four days just like it. it's like Oscar oh, I'm like oh yeah. only four days I'm but sure only if be- you
1: just get rid of the diaper yeah that's you have to thing. just get rid of the yeah, diaper like if you that, that's the only reason it only takes four days because yeah. if you if you have them in a diaper yeah. there's no no like, motivation and right. motivation to like you can get them on the schedule of using the potty but if they don't go when you take them it's just like they can just go later yeah. but like it's it happens so fast when they when they pee and they realize oh, oh this is now all over this me. is a thing yeah so I should have just gone to the pot it's like weird how fast it happens but you yeah. just stop using diapers interesting yeah and it also helps you be, well it helped it helped me because I know. I have to take him to the potty. Yeah. Way, like it Otherwise, really, I know. Yeah. yeah you there's know you no, got to do it. There's it's, like, no... it's like the big, giant leap into the abyss. Like, you're just, there's no diaper to rescue you right, now. Right, like You just. D- we'll never go
0: on a trip for the next five years. <laughs> well, that's
1: the thing. Yeah. You, like, it. the hardest part for me was, like, car. Because, like, yeah. as soon as you know that there might be, like, an accident in the car or somebody might need to go in the car, that was, like, part of what made me put it off for so long because yeah. I was like I was waiting for like a week where we'd be home oh, for a week right. which just never ever happens um and I'm totally with you like there was I had wanted him to be potty trained by 18 months yeah I had wanted him to be potty oh trained I know by I remember yeah, yeah I had wanted him to be potty trained by you know I had all these little like guideposts, and I just I just never did it because I was just like uh. but see but that's like I can think that's like actually the key of what our conversation
0: should be, which yeah. is, it's less about yes, obviously we're all going to potty train our children, yeah, but there is this thing where like life suddenly happens and whatever, and it seems particularly like important and dire around the potty training like mm-hmm. world in terms of like when life starts to happen and like yeah. whatever that plan was, yeah, it goes and like I loved what you said. You were like, and then he's just like any other kid who we never tried any of that stuff. Yeah, right? you know what I mean? Like yeah. it. It is all a. It so ties in. It's like, in particular, this one act of helping your child develop and move on to the next stage relies so heavily on you. There's lots of developmental milestones, like just emotionally and physically, that are very much out of our control. Yeah, potty training does not feel like one. It does (laughs) not. It's a big one. No. Yeah, you're totally right. Totally us. Yeah. And so it it is. It's just such a weird place for me with the second child. Mm. It's so much easier to be like, I can't right now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, can't do it. I don't have time right I'm now. I don't have
0: time right now. Yeah. No, it's so totally just get like, that. it's yeah. such a weird thing. Because I want, we're actually going to have this amazing guest on today um, who is going to talk to us about potty training stuff. And I, that's where I want to ask the questions of like, all right, how bad am I screwing it up when I do this? Is this salvageable? Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a couple of good questions for her. Uh, because... Katie Bell, again, I can remember I was in the smug land of uh, everybody's kids, not potty trained. My kid just so easily got potty trained. Mm-hmm. And then we go over to our friend's houses with kids that were in her class around three and four where they wouldn't poop on the potty like right. ever, like yeah. ever. They would do yeah. everything else in the potty, but they wouldn't poop or yeah. uh, they won't use the bathroom in public, which is where I know we're headed. Mm-hmm. I know we're headed public yeah. restroom. Ellis won't even go with me into the restroom for me to go to the bathroom right now. Is it because
1: right the toilet flushing is loud? Well, we've
0: talked about that some. Yeah. Um, and I, I, maybe. Yeah, you just like, I mean, maybe. It. Like, yeah. it's just suddenly a big thing. Yeah. I know. Like, I want to save those for her yeah. uh, because I'm sure they're all in my future.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not.
0: <laughs> maybe not. Regardless, one of the things we can ask her when she— Another thing we can maybe ask her when she comes is the age-old question of— No matter how badly I fuck it up, our kids will be potty trained when they walk down the aisle. And hopefully her answer will be, in fact, yes. And won't we be surprised if it's not? One Bad Mother is supported in part by Bomba's Socks. These socks are tough, but also soft and comfortable. So if, for example, you have a little one who is tough on their socks, this is the sock for you. If they outgrow or wear through their Bomba's kids' socks within a year of purchase, they will send you a new pair, the next size up, free of charge.
1: It's like they don't know kids. (laughs) For every pair of Bomba's socks purchased, Bombas will donate a pair to a shelter in the United States. So just go to bombas.com, that's dot com, and you'll get 20% off four or more pairs. And if for any reason your kids don't absolutely love Bombas, you'll get your money back. It's that simple. Wow. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius.
1: I have a potty related genius. Ooh, ding ding ding. Um, so we just potty trained Oscar a week ago and we and we were going we were going on a road trip this weekend yeah. and I was like why did I do this? Yeah. But we're doing it and I'm not going to put a diaper back on that kid. He can use the potty now. Yeah. Um, but As you alluded to earlier, a lot of kids who are newly potty trained and they're little won't use public bathrooms. It's, like, really hard, and the toilets are huge, and they still haven't mastered, like, how to sit there or how to aim there. There's no stools. Right. Um, So I did the thing, which I learned about after I potty trained Simon, um, which is to carry that little potty in the car and bring it with you on a road trip. And what I did was I I would set it up in like, we have like a hatchback and I would set it up in the way back for him. He would tell me he needed to go potty. We would pull over, find a good spot set it up in the way back, and he would go sit back there and use the potty and wow. find a place to dump it, and it totally worked. It, to- <laughs> it was amazing. I, the- I hear you say find
0: a place to dump it, and all I imagine is, like, rolling down the window, going, like, 90 down I mean- the highway and tossing it out the window. We're like the space shuttle, yo, psh- like, out the door.
1: I love it. It was slightly less gross than that. Okay, but fine. But still, you're still dumping pee and some dirt on the side of the road, basically. <laughs> Good job. Uh, yeah, it was great. Good job. Yeah, thanks. Good job. I
0: did some self care. <gasps> I Yay! went on Friday night. I took a friend, and I took us to one of those paint and drink wine places. It's like wine what? and canvas. You're saying
1: that like everybody knows what that it's is. It's called I'm so wine
0: and canvas, and they also have like you know pottery places that do this too, like where you can go and paint pottery and have wine, but this was painting, and we went in, and it was surprisingly packed, and I swear 20-something-year-old biz would have just been like, I would never. Yeah. That is the most lame. Yeah. Uh, 42-year-old, yeah. two kids, no self-care biz. It was yeah. the best thing I've ever done. That
1: sounds amazing. And here is, let me tell you
0: two reasons why. Uh, one, it is absurdly fun. Yes. Okay, so it's just absurdly. But how could that not be it's fun? absurdly and fun. And you're with a friend. And, like, it's just fun. You're painting, and yeah. it, but here's the thing about the painting. I'm not a painter. Here's the thing about the painting is as soon as you start doing what they're instructing you to do, mm-hmm. you're d- everything shuts off. Mm-hmm. And I was literally only focused on the painting. Mm-hmm. And I, it was only one thing. I need to get more in my life. Yes. But it really adjusted my attitude. Oh, good. So anyway, That's there you awesome. go. It was good delightful. Job. Fall foliage. <laughs>
2: Hi, Biz and Teresa. This is a simple genius moment. Um, my three-and-a-half-year-old is notorious um, for not eating a good dinner, as I many moms and dads experience with their uh, preschoolers. And we have started doing Brenner, and she loves it. We have done blueberry pancakes. Uh, just tonight, she said to me, Mama, let's do Brenner. I think I'd like a liquid egg. And that's her version of a fried egg with a runny yolk. So we did that with some fruit on the side and an English muffin, and she couldn't eat it fast enough. So it was a painless dinner tonight. Um, thanks so much. Your ha- your show is wonderful, and everybody is doing a great job. The
0: brinner is really good. Mm-hmm. You forget that sometimes just mixing that kind of stuff up, yeah. A, makes a huge difference, and a lot of what we feed ourselves at breakfast is way healthier than what we feed ourselves sure. at dinner. Yeah. So... Good job. Thinking outside the box. I love it. Thinking outside the taco in a box night. I love (laughs) taco in a box, guys. You're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. Yeah, you are. Failure.
3: Fail. 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 Fail.
1: You suck.
0: Fail me, Teresa.
1: Uh, so this harkens back to <laughs> Jesse's 16-day uh, tour mm. when I was solo parenting God. and kind of at my wits end a few times. Um, and this one night, it was like, you know, after bath, I got the kids out of the bath, and Simon was just like, he had already gotten his jammies on and stuff, so I was, taking, I was getting Oscar situated, but Simon was just getting into stuff yeah. when he was like supposed to just be waiting for me, you know? And he was like... Picking it stuff. It was he's in my room getting into my stuff, and yeah. I can't even remember what it was. But I was just like, "Please stop! T- like, stop touching that! Don't touch <laughs> that! Stop!" And he's like, "Okay." And then he goes over to this like area by Jesse's bed, like where Jesse's side of the bed, where it's like the radio alarm clock, um, mm. some like Kleenex, Jesse's like nighttime eye mask thing, like some uh, just some uh, stuff. Stuff he shouldn't be over there. <laughs> whenever. St- whenever Simon goes over there he is getting into stuff that he's not supposed to be getting into and he goes to the Kleenex and like goes to take a tissue and I'm like stop don't touch the clean. like stop (laughs) it and he's like I just need a tissue and he like he really was just going because he needed a tissue to like clean his nose which like is actually something we've been working on because he won't like go get a tissue when he has a runny (laughs) nose and he was actually like totally doing the right thing it's the worst. <laughs> and I bit his
0: head off. Oh, nah, if it makes you feel any better, uh, I have been there. Okay, uh, thanks. All the time. You can get your own snacks, everybody. Yeah. Why are you
1: getting your yeah. own snacks? Yeah. Like, yeah,
0: uh, just... Get
1: out of the fridge! <laughs> get out of the... Oh, you're just getting oh. yourself a banana? Mm, Thank um, you. Yeah, thanks. Uh, well, you're <laughs> a jerk. Thank you.
0: <laughs> uh, I, speaking of jerk, uh, so it, and feeding your children dinner, so Ellis is now staying up later. And as a result, he is eating dinner. And just so everybody knows, what's happening is what I thought would happen. It's me and two children having dinner together before Stefan comes home. Mm -hmm. And it's not that bad. And one of the plus sides is we just haven't explained to Ellis he can really eat anything else other than what we're eating. Mm -hmm. And I try to make sure there's enough stuff. So last night, I gave him a grilled cheese sandwich plus this corn chowder that I made. Mm -hmm. Katie Bill loves the corn chowder. We all like the corn chowder. Our rule is everybody has to try a bite of something. You mm-hmm. don't get dessert. You don't get, like, whatever. If you don't try everything, you have to try a bite. Mm-hmm. Well, I just got into it with that. I just, mm. I went to the crazy place. All right, Ellis, but now you have to try a bite of the soup. No. Yeah, you have to try a bite of the soup. And then it just, you all know where this right. went. Yeah. It just became a crazy place. It became a power struggle. You're not having... uh, I wasn't even... I don't even give him dessert, Uh but suddenly desserts were on the table, right? And then uh, you're not going to be able to have it. Uh, And then you're not going to be able to have the bathtubs that go in your bath, right? Uh And then I stopped with that, but then I was like, you are going to... And it became like, you're going to put this in your mouth. You have to have a bite of the soup. You have to at least... I mean, it went on forever, and I couldn't (laughs) stop it. I couldn't stop it. He eventually... Licks it uh-huh. and then, of course, like right. gags. Yeah, and I'm like, if you throw up, there's no dessert. I mean, it was just so <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. It was so great. And like, Katie Bell's watching, so I can't, like, she knows this is the rule. Yeah, I can't send right. like, reward you can't, like, him. Back down. I can't back yeah. down, but yeah. I should have just never started it. Yeah, you know, like, it's, yeah. my kid's gonna survive. Yeah, not eating the corn chowder, guys, right? Like, it was just absurd. I felt awful. I'm so sorry. I hate it when you're like in the snowball. I know. And you cannot. And you can see it. You can, you can feel really it. You're going yeah. downhill. Yep. Collecting everything in your way. Yep. It's the worst. Ugh. Hi, Biz and
2: Teresa. This is a big, fat fail. I'm still affected by it. Um, I have a four-year-old and a four-month-old. And I have been treading water um, for the past four months, I guess. Um, I've worked full time. And, yep, it's all fun and good. <laughs> but I, me and my husband, our schedules are light like shifts in the night. We have certain days off, but it's usually surrounded by what we need to do for the kids. And so our time, date nights are very rare. So we try to, you know, figure out. Levens whenever we can. Um, so we came up with this—not not all the time, but every now and then. Um, he just, you know, right before he's getting ready for work and stuff, he's like, "Okay, I want, you know, a little something, something." And it's really hard with two kids, and but I want to put some time into my marriage because I, you know, 15 years later, we we still are hot for each other, and I think that's how it should be and you just got to put time in so anyway um our four-year-old is watching a show and our four-month-old is sleeping and so we try to be quiet and I am going to give him yes I'm going to say it a good job and it's (laughs) it's worked a few times before um, I guess we just got careless and forgot that our four-year-old can be a ninja, and so we were listening out for her, and next thing I know, we are hearing, what are you doing? And I, yeah, she saw mommy um, going at daddy's penis. So anyway, um, how do we explain that? I, It's pretty bad, but I think I'm more effective than she is, but... I'm still affected by it actually, but um, we told her that there was a spider that came down and bit daddy's penis and uh, mommy had to get the poison out and that since we're married it's okay and that this is just going to stay between us and that it's really awkward and we just didn't want her to see it and oh, Jesus, it's really bad. But anyway, um, yeah. That happened. Um, I do have a small little genius going on over here. I am back to work and barely getting through all of it, like I said, treating water. But I am going to go walk in the park and soak up the sun and try to just bury that embarrassing fail deep down and hope that I do better next time. Um, love the show. Mommies are doing a great job. Thank you. This is this is so, so great. great.
0: I just say that there are clearly two geniuses. <laughs> three geniuses really happening in this fail call. Yeah. One, good job making time for you and your husband. Yeah. That's
1: important. And prioritizing. Prioritizing. Your sex life. That's right.
0: Good job. Yeah. Good job. Two, snake bite. I mean, sorry, spider bite. Yeah, spider bite. I, 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 genius. I would have immediately gone to sucking the poison out myself. A uh-huh. very, very good idea. Uh-huh. Good in the
1: moment. Yeah, figuring it out. Very good improvisation. Yeah,
0: this is all going to become a hilarious story that you and your husband get to reference in terms of spider bites for the rest of your marriage. Oh, definitely. That's going to be a good time. That's going to be great for your
1: marriage. It's as great well. for your marriage
0: as well. <laughs> and then taking a walk to try and compress. Your your torn emotions about the entire thing. <laughs> yep. Also very good. I think this is amazing.
1: It's amazing. It's so funny. The only <laughs> part of this that is a fail is, as you said, like it worked a couple times yeah. So you guys just got too comfortable. Careless, yeah. You were just like, this is no problem. She's watching TV. That's essentially the same thing as she can't physically right. get up and walk into the other room. <laughs> Um. Yeah, but hey. Hey. You guys are doing it. You are doing it. You're Lots awesome. of ways. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, good job. Good job. She'll be fine. She's going to
0: be fine. Yeah, you're screwed for the rest of your <laughs> life, but she's going to be fine.
1: You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem. We have a Jumbotron. Yay! This is a message from Sandra for her sister Christy.
0: So now, let me channel my inner Sandra. Dear Christy, I've looked up to you since I was just a little kid. I might be an adult now, but nothing has changed. You make me a better mom and a better person all the time. You are an incredible auntie. Clarissa, Veronica, and Dorothy are so lucky to have you. Thanks for being a super rad big sister. Happy belated birthday. I love you, Sandra. Oh,
1: that's Ah, nice. nice. Good job,
0: Christy. Good job, Christy, and good job, Sandra. Both of you guys just cheering each other on and being inspiring, and you guys rock. Yeah. And happy belated birthday, Christy. Yeah. Happy birthday. Teresa. Yes. Let's call a mom. Great. This week, we are calling Jamie Glowacki, who is an internationally recognized potty training expert and the author of the popular guide, Oh Crap, Potty Training. She makes ample use of her two former careers as social worker and circus performer to deal with toddlers and poop. She gets to say the word anus at least 20 times a day, which of course would be the opposite of my most comfortable job, body parts terrify me, which makes her job one of the best in the world, please welcome to the show, Jamie. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. I am so excited. We have spent three years regaling our horrible uh, stories of potty training. We claim often to not be anyone whose advice should be taken. As a matter of fact, we try not to give advice, and I don't know why it took us this long to actually bring (laughs) you on to talk about... Something that might help people, as opposed to what Teresa and I just spent 30 minutes talking about, which was the purely selfish approach to potty training, which was, I don't want to do it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we'll just keep using diapers for a while can Can we just use diapers forever? I mean,
0: like, we openly admit that uh, potty training is really a lot of work on our part, uh, and we should do yes. it because we are good parents.
3: Well, and it's really sucky, too. It's, sucky. Yeah. it's oh. a sucky developmental milestone. And yes. so I feel like more people need to just admit that it's sucky. Yeah, that, well, know? don't
0: worry. We just spent 30 minutes admitting how sucky it is. The, uh, <laughs> you're welcome, everyone. But before we get into <laughs> uh, before we get into all the uh, yuckiness or wonderfulness of potty training, we would like to know uh, who lives in your house uh,
3: myself and yep. my son Pascal, who is ten.
0: Woo, ten! Everything gets better by ten, right? It's all fine, correct? Nothing to worry yeah. about. Those of us with very young children.
3: <laughs> oh my god! It gets so much better when they can like tell you why they're mad or why they're upset. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of yeah. like,
0: ah! oh, that does sound nice. That does sound
3: nice. Um, yeah, no tantrums, sleeps through the night, twelve hours gets up, scrambles his own eggs. We're good. Uh, Oh, I love it. I know people always go, don't you want another? And I was like, no, 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 we're good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to, I don't think we can skip past, uh, the circus career because as we were scheduling this, uh, you were earlier today in aerialist, uh, rehearsal. Uh, yes. so you are still actively, uh, Doing circuses type type things, uh, which just to me feels like the most ultimate self care project a person can do for themselves. I, I
3: that's incredible. It is. I'm glad you said self care. That's such a great. That's such a great word, and that's how I think of it. It's you know I'm an extremist, and I can't like I can't go to a freaking yoga class and get zen. I got you know I'm in downward dog thinking about the laundry list and the you know the groceries, and so like being up in the air is just enough, it's hard work and artistry, but it's just enough thrill to take me out of my head and out of my life. So I get this, you know, I get a couple of hours away from being a mom, which I think is key for any mom.
0: Yeah, no, it is. We just, you can go back and listen to last week's episode where I have not not been a mom just long enough uh, in terms of not giving me self-care to cry for an hour and a half on the show. (laughs) 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 <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> Teresa and I both have two kids. We have already gone through one round of potty training, which clearly was successful because our older children are potty, are potty trained, <laughs> as far as yep. we know. Uh, one day we may pull the bookshelf back and discover something horrible. But as far as we know, they're all set. Uh, We now, she and I both have almost like just off by two months, almost three-year-olds. And so we're doing it again. And I guess I'm going to be selfish and start off with one of my first questions that I am, I know that I am doing. I know I am doing it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm going to present it to you and wait to be told that it is is probably... (laughs) <laughs> Not okay as I think it is, as I know it is. So, that you
3: should start saving for your kids' therapy. That's right. Uh,
0: just one of a million things. So, uh, I, Ellis, who, when he was like right at two, we had uh, potty trained my daughter right, right before three. She was all good at three. I knew it was roughly the same schedule I wanted to do with my son. So, I was thinking eh, about six months out, we'll start the whole process. I mean, we always have the potty out in the house. as as early as possible, like from the moment they're, you know, crawling, there's always been like the little potty and we've talked about it, but a little after two, he showed his own interest. He wanted to get up on the potty. He wanted to use it. Uh, We were like, all right, we're going to roll with this. That's great. And we rolled with it, but we didn't roll with it to the degree of, okay, I should probably also say we're going to do it at these very specific times and really, really make the commitment. And now we're about, you know, uh, two months shy of three. And I know that all this child needs to really take the next step to get into the land of underpants is all on me. Is me to be like, okay, well, as soon as we get up, we sit on the potty. As soon as we, you know, before we go to school, we sit on the potty. Like to set up a schedule yeah. that encourages him to know he's got to do it. Uh, and I know there's other things probably like actually putting him in underpants so that he can have accidents and, and, and really feel that. But I just am not. <laughs> Just, I just know that I am not. Like, I, I know I have to do this. I have to do it because I want this to be successful for him. And I don't want to get too far gone. Uh, but it, now it also feels super overwhelming because I have this other child and our schedules are so unpredictable every day. Uh, how bad am I setting myself up to really mess this up? <laughs>
3: There's a lot in that one question. So I know. I know. You're me. welcome. It's not, you're welcome. It's not a selfish question because it encompasses a lot. So number one is that, you know, my my biggest rule is you are leading the show. So the thing I like about your question is that you're being really honest. So you're not like, oh, I don't know if he's ready yet. No, you know he's ready and you know that you don't want to do it. That honesty is actually that puts you ahead of the game, because a lot of parents just won't be that honest. And that's what I that's what I aim to do, is like bring potty training into the real world, not the fantasy world. Right. But now, given that, he has shown interest, which most kids do it, too. Two is a better age to potty train yeah. than three. Um. Because three, they're, three is hell. Three, they're three mm-hmm. majors. They're they just, have so they're, many they're opinions. Covered, they, yeah. the, yeah, they, so they want to do stuff on the... And no, so no way. Enjoy. No, no, no. You yeah. don't want to add and poop onto that. Right. Now, it's not going to be as much work as you think it's going to be. It's you stepping up and getting rid of the diapers. Right now, he's got an option. Yeah. He's going to use the option for the most part of the one he's had since birth. Right. You know, that's it's comfortable. Um what you're doing is actually adding a painful step on yourself. Oh, yes. you're extending potty training by like a year. <laughs> when if you, you know, it's not so much and given his age, his capability and the fact that he's already really shown interest. Some kids don't. Some kids never show interest. Right. You know, you just got to take that step and like, dude, this is what we're doing. I know. So you're not even coming in at the two-year-old step where you have to watch and you have to be on his signal. You're going to have to remind him, you know, yeah. like Dude, we're getting in the car. Go pee. But other than that, he's going to take off pretty fast. If, if you don't act on it soon, developmentally, what's going to happen is he's going to skip over this. Yeah. And then you're going to have a nightmare on your hands. And that's what most parents do. That's where you get into fucking them up. Because <laughs> what happens is they forget about it. And they're like, you don't care about this? Then I'm not going to care about this. So, done. Well, now well- I will say... Since it worked for you, I'm not gonna reprimand you about it. But you did you've already you've already mentioned two of my huge nevers. Oh. Um, don't put the potty care out so they can get used to it. So having a potty care out is really it's a it's a horrible mistake that people make. Because you know, right now, right? It's not a potty chair; it's kind of everything else. It's oh like no, no, mine's in that... the bathroom.
0: Mine's in the bathroom. Just okay, so you know. I we I okay. uh, well, ours is in the bathroom, and he actually doesn't use it. He likes to use the big potty. I actually, yeah. it's I mean, but we just like had it out to familiarize yourself, and I've been too lazy to remove it just in case.
3: Well, see yeah. what most parents do, and I'm putting this out there for just everybody: is that they have a secret fantasy. Well, I just want you to get used to it, dude. Look around your house. Yeah, like seriously, look around your house, and your child needs to get used to this potty chair. It's the most innocuous piece of plastic in your house. Like, you didn't get... The, the strollers these days are so jacked up. Like, you don't sit your kid in the stroller and be like, get used to this. You put him in the stroller and you take him for a walk. You know what I'm saying? You don't... Like, and do you let him play in the toilet water to get used to it? This is a toilet. It's really scary. Get used to it. No, you put fecal matter in that. No, so that's where the poop goes. Don't play with that. So... So what a lot of parents do is they put it in their playroom, and they're like, oh, I'm just going to put it there so they can get used to it, thinking, oh, maybe my kid's going to be the unicorn who sits and does his <laughs> having to do anything. <laughs> and that's where you get into dangerous thinking. Uh, see what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, God, no, no, no. I, uh, no now, it, the next thing is you're not going to put your pants on him. You're not going to go straight for underpants and let him have accidents. What you're going to do is go commando. Uh Underpants feel just like diapers. It's a muscle memory to release pee and poop in this nice piece of cloth that fits tight around your waist and around the upper thigh. Underpants feel like a diaper. So the muscle memory is like, oh, cool, I can go in this. So you're going to go commando for a month. So that your child, you know, is aware, and then, plus, you know, especially with boys, the little penis is flying in the wind. They have this like unconscious reminder. They're like, "Oh, right, I got
0: to pee." So much pantslessness in my
1: house. I'm just not sure. But
2: you, I don't think you. But even it's have not going to take deal, a month, right? Like, you get right? to skip
1: a lot of. St- no, it's not oh a God, month. He's be ready it takes to go a few a days. days. Yeah, it takes. a few, It's not a month of pantslessness in your house, biz. It's like no. two days, maybe. Does your book If said- you're going a
3: month <laughs> pantsless. Something's wrong. Yeah, I can <laughs> tell you that right now. It didn't take that long, because he's already got. He already knows he already knows what to do he knows the feeling now he's just you're just sending a mixed message right now sometimes do it in your diaper sometimes use the potty chair you're just making you're just extending the process and sending that mixed message and if you don't catch it like I would say catch it before his third birthday because he's just going to forget about it he's going to be like okay cool this is the way it is I'm going to pee sometimes in the diaper I'm going to pee sometimes on the potty let's just keep it here it's all right, all gonna, right, all right. It's all good, and, says Ellis. <laughs> and he's going to get more manipulative. He's going to get more like, okay. you know, I always say kids don't just push our buttons. They can install our buttons. All right, so I want to talk about manipulation. Gonna... I do want to talk. I want to yeah. move
0: on to manipulation because that, I think, okay. plays into a question that Teresa had that I also dealt with. Once again, this falls to us and mm-hmm. how I, I, I okay, uh, and that is the state. Using "I have to go to the potty" as an excuse to not go to sleep.
3: Are they? What do we okay, do with so that? This actually has this has a title. It's called the bedtime potty pit. It's like when you're in Candyland and get stuck in the gooey gumdrop. Mm-hmm. You get stuck in the bedtime potty pit. Okay. Uh, it's it, very common. It, it even has a title. I <laughs> <laughs> did a thing. Um, so three chances. Three chances. That's it. And you set your bedtime ritual a little bit earlier, fifteen minutes earlier, to build in the stall. Right. So they, they start getting ready. I don't know. They're going to be in bed by 8. You start everything at 7, you know, 740. Right. Give them three chances, you know, and just like anything, and I say this with all, but, you know, because a lot of times potty training also coincides with moving a kid from a crib to the bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, make sure preempt any stall. You need a little sip of water. Do you have all your guides? Here's your five stories. <laughs> three chances to go to the potty. No, no bed. And so, I know you had asked me this in an email, and you had actually said you get the feeling that they're fucking with you. They are. Yeah. They totally are. They're, okay. And they're learning their line. So you, it's your job to set the boundary and say, my line in the sand is three tries. And then you don't have to say anything mean, like now pee in your pants. I don't care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't have to be mean about it, but you have to be like, no, I'm done. It's time for bed. All right, so is that it? Do you okay just to- yeah. that, That's all you say It's like, that's it?
0: You've gone, you've had three chances to go, and you actually went one time. Yeah, they're
3: going to go on the third chance. Yeah. So they're going to yank your chain as long as they can. Yeah. Interesting. I will tell you guys what, 99% of my clients, I don't know why, but when you start potty training, any aspect of potty training, with this notion of like, ah, I'm going to try, I'm going to see how it goes, you're going to lose. You have to, it's only when your kids bring you to your knees where you go, I've had it! Yeah. Pay in the freaking potty! And they go, okay, that's all yeah. I have to say.
0: <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, see, once again, this comes back to this is like 100% us. <laughs> Which is so is. disappointing, Jamie. I'm tired of it always
3: coming but on to me and my responsibilities. You. You're, you're thinking of it as work. Don't think of it as like it's my responsibility to catch all his pee. That's not your responsibility. <laughs> it's your responsibility to say, enough. Stop Fair. messing around.
0: You Fair. Know? Fair. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Once again, it's And changed. my
3: rule of thumb always is if you feel like they're gaining you, they are. If you feel like lost, if you feel like lost and that you don't know what to do and you've tried everything and you're crying and you're not sure if they're learning it, then they might have a glitch in learning. But if you get the feeling that they're yanking your chain, they are yanking your chain.
0: (laughs) Well, let's get into some of the other things that don't feel so much like manipulation or they're screwing with us uh, and are more like just... Weird things that kids seem to do. There are a couple of big ones, I think, that are out there that I have seen. Now that I have the two kids and I'm exposed to lots of children, uh, and I'm just waiting for child number two to, to turn around and and, it's, and I have that kid. But there's the like not using the potty out in uh, public uh, facilities. Uh, Ellis is. Oh yeah.
3: How do you deal with that? Well, for the first, well, boys are super easy because you can pee anywhere.
0: So yeah, but mine so my, my boy know. is the but see mine, mine was the my, my boy will not use yeah. the bathroom. He won't even go into the bathroom stalls right now. Like he's really no, fighting.
1: Oscar also won't pee on, won't pee on a, tree. a tree. He won't pee on a tree either. He'll only okay, he'll only pee in his a red potty red chair. Solo
3: cup. Look. I have the red solo cup, which is one of my more oh. famous tricks. You can bring a cup or a a mason jar, which is great if you're in high traffic. Huh. You know, pee in the pee in the jar. Um, you can keep a potty chair in the back of your car. I highly encourage that for the first couple months of potty training, just, you know, open the hatchback and put pee in the car. And then what, you know, what you can do is acclimate them. So you got to remember public restaurants are super scary. Yeah. You know, the Dyson hand dryers are loud, they're live. So a lot of parents, like right when they're starting out, just make an effort to go to like single stall, you know, family, you know, the ones that just have a single stall, you're not there with five stalls so that it's not quite as loud. Um, I did have a mom and a dad, I swear to God, years ago, they attacked potty training like a Navy SEAL mission. (laughs) The dad took the little girl out all weekend, just took her out to, like, every public restroom he could find just to, like, acclimate her to it. Oh, wow. You definitely want to carry Post-its in your purse and put it over the automatic flusher because if that goes off while your kid's sitting, you're done potty training for a while.
0: Oh, genius. That's That's
3: really really smart. Yeah, Yeah, and then, you know, and then if you're a kid, you, you may have a kid who just doesn't, want to go in a public restroom, and that's fine as long as they don't have accidents. You know, and I have kids who can hold it eight hours if they're out and about, and they'll just wait till they get home. And you have to remember that kids are little humans. We have plenty of adults who won't pee or poop in a public restroom.
0: Oh, yeah, no, I I dated a guy like that once. He would never use the bathroom out. It was so weird to me. I was just like, oh, all right.
3: Okay. If that's your kid's thing, then, you know, you can honor that, too. They don't always... You know, as long as they're not having accidents. If they're having accidents, then it's a problem. Right. Well, what about other things
0: like like the the even at home uh, being fine, uh, peeing on the potty, but a kid who doesn't want to poop on the potty. Like, there's a lot of with poop. There seems to be a lot. Oh,
3: poop is the longest chapter in my book. Yeah, It's like over 1,100 words. I um, know, <laughs> 11,000 words. I'm sorry, it's like the craziest chapter. Poop is like serious, and we, I, I could be on the phone with you for like eight hours talking about poop. I will say that I have a great YouTube series. Uh, my YouTube channel is Oh Crap with Jamie and I have five poop videos and they have all the different escalations The yeah. so poop can go into severe drama like parents divorce kids in therapy it can get that bad oh. so um, so yeah there's a whole so I would encourage everybody to just go watch the YouTube series because you can kind of ascertain where you're at with it and wh- when you need help you know um, I do have certified experts that are trained by me that do consulting so they can help you with the poop drama I will say they are very, very common, though, is, like, a kid who can't release the pee. So they'll show the signs. They got to go. They'll tell you they got to go. They sit. Nothing happens. They get up, and they pee on the floor. That's really, really common. Um, and I call that fear of the release.
4: Mm. And so
3: you can do all the all the old-school tricks, you know, run run water, run bath water. Um, you can try to tickle them. You can have them blow through a straw or blow bubbles. Um, just like, you know, it's a cervix release. So just like when you're in labor, horse lips can uh, release the the muscles. Oh, wow. And uh, you can, you know, then a little more if you need to put their hands or feet in warm water, that usually releases. And as a last-ditch effort while they're sitting, you can pour warm water over their genitals, and that just releases everything. (laughs) And so, you know, there's a progression of steps. (laughs) Oh, wow. Well, is there anything to
0: date that, like, is really... Like, is there, are there challenges that maybe as a parent just starting the potty training that we just wouldn't see coming? Are there, are there, what are the ones that we may, we should, are there ones that we should be prepared for that are fairly universal or is it pretty unique to every kid?
3: It's pretty unique to every kid. My, my thing is start off with, this is just the developmental milestone. Nobody does this run around with walking. Like if your kid walks and toddles and if your kid needs your support, you know, you know, we we toddled them along holding their hands forever. Um, you know, a lot of times parents just, their kid, the first day goes really well, and the kid goes, I got to go pee, and the parents think they're done, and they don't have to prompt yeah. anymore. So, you know, you have to keep prompting. I have to prompt my 10-year-old. The difference is I can trust him, and I know he's body trained. Right. You know, like, dude, you're sitting there playing with your penis. Go pee. Yeah. Um, you know, so a lot of parents just try to rush it. They just try to, they throw their kid under the bus for this milestone. They're like, no, this they should have this on their own, and it's a skill. It's a new skill. They need help. Um, I will say my biggest things are, are actually what not to do. You know, you don't know the kid you have till you, till you get in it, but I, I always say never, ever, ever post on Facebook that you're starting potty training. Uh, you will go in, you'll have, like, this plan, you'll be super stoked, and I don't even care if you use my book or somebody else's book, but you're, like, you're totally all set, and then you're like, yay, starting potty training. Everybody and their freaking mother will comment, and you're, you will get thrown. You'll be like, I don't know. Maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do that. And then your energy going in is going to screw with your kid's energy and it's going to muck up
0: the whole process. That's Um, actually genius advice about lots of stuff. It's it's, not not just body body training. That applies to everything. (laughs) Yeah. So good. And my
3: other never ever is you never ask a kid if they got to go. You're dealing with a two or three year old. Yeah, I make that mistake. I make
0: that mistake. They're going to say
3: no. And then you're stuck in a power struggle. So you want to prompt with a challenge, a choice, or a statement. So, you know, you want to just say, hey, it's time to go to the potty. Let's go. You know, a a choice you want to use. The big potty, the little potty. You want to go first or you want me to go first? And then if you have a spirited kid, especially, a challenge is great. Like, oh, I bet you can't fill this thing with pee. I bet I can race you to the potty. I bet I can pee more than you. So you challenge them. And then, you know, that works really good for, you know, defiant kids, spirited kids. And, you know, most kids at this age are super susceptible to reverse psychology, and you only get a couple of months out of that, so right. I bet you can't pee. <laughs> yes. <the> <laughs> <laughs> um, And then my other never, ever is never, ever. Once you started potty training, and if your kid is having trouble pooping and requests a diaper to poop in, don't give them that mm. diaper. Your child does have anxiety. We need to work through it. But if you let them poop in a diaper on request, you are creating a monster that not even I can fix.
0: So, wow, that's really... That's tough. Yeah. That's
3: a really I mean, strong one. Yeah. Cause I get kids every year, I get kids kicked out of kindergarten for this. So, yeah. No, it's interesting. Five year olds.
0: We joke, we, you know, are joking and, and also serious at the beginning about like how much it, how easy it is and how desirable it is as the parent. To kind of go a little slack. I don't really, I'm not really ready for this. I understand the time commitment it's going to take and the, you know, the energy, and ah, I'm blowing it off. But I'll have to get serious. But I think there's also a thing uh, with this where our desire to comfort our children and make things easier for them or help them in a way can yes. long-term reverse what actually they need. And this, it's not just potty training. There's lots of things like this. Uh, where, all right, you can just have the cupcake. All right, we'll just have the, you know, poop in the diaper. Or, yeah. Oh.
3: Well, the other thing is that there's this weird notion that potty training will cause psychological damage. And I was a social worker in San Francisco. I worked with the most damaged people on the planet, and not one cited potty training as is their <laughs> issue. So the idea that you're going to do psychological damage is really messed up, and it messes with parents' heads. It's pee and poop. And if your kid's pooping on your floor, that is no different. It's toxic. That's no different than your kid getting into the chemicals. So how would you, I would like to take it out of potty training. If your kid is, you know, again, peeing on your floor or being defiant about it, what do you do when they throw food at the table? You don't, you're not like, oh, I shouldn't reprimand them. This is going to cause psychological damage. You're like, no. Yeah, (laughs) you're not allowed to do that. That, yeah. You know, I always take, like, if you're struggling in some aspect mentally, just take it, take it into another different uh, parenting scenario. And what would you do then? Because yeah, there are going to be times where your kid's going to be a little shit about this shitting. (laughs) Right. You know, if your kid won't sit, when you tell him that's a behavior issue, that's not a potty training issue. It's like if your kid won't sit at the kitchen table for dinner. Right. What do you do then? I don't feel comfortable advising people what kind of discipline, but we all do some sort of disciplinary measure, you know? And so I, you know, take it out of the potty training, take it out of pee and poop. <laughs> that that heightens everything for parents so drastically that well, if we're just talking about food, you know, you would be very clear about this.
0: Well, Jamie, thank you so much for joining us. We're gonna link everybody up to where they can get the book. Uh, oh crap, potty training, uh, as well as the YouTube videos, uh, which are incredibly helpful, as well as your blog. Thank you so much for joining us.
3: Oh yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Okay, bye-bye. Care, bye when do bye bye bye.
0: Brainwave, send a message, pick
2: up the phone. When you I call,
4: art moving now, no longer stone. When you I call, hand reaches out with a will of its own. When you I call,
1: are you easily confused by terms like cultural appropriation, cisgender? and woke?
2: Or maybe you find yourself constantly explaining terms like these and you need a place to vent.
3: Do you have a love for all things pop culture, social commentary, and politics. Sounds Sounds like like you you need... need. Minority Corner! Corner.
4: Where you can learn, laugh, and play. Sounds like Blue's Clues. Only it's more black, gay, and ladylike.
3: James and Ineke will happily administer your weekly dose each and every Friday. You
4: can listen on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. Minority Corner. With a K. Because Because the the C was taken.
1: Hi. Are you a fan of Star Trek The Next Generation? Well, that's weird because it's a corny show.
2: But my friends Ben Harrison and Adam Pranica do a lovely podcast about it. It's called The Greatest Generation, and it's on MaximumFun.org. I thought that this podcast
1: was a bad idea, but I was wrong. Please listen to The Greatest Generation on MaximumFun.org.
0: Well, that was a serious. yeah, serious and fun. Yeah. It was both fun. And, and that's just it. This is one of those ones that is really actually we have to do.
1: <laughs> I already did it.
0: <laughs> I know, you're done. That's right. So I'm really talking, looking in the mirror. Biz, You've got to pull it together. Teresa just did it in four days. You should definitely use that as some sort of marker to compare yourself it's to just and struggle like, towards. It's just like
1: when I got pregnant and I, I told you I was pregnant and you were like, that's it. That's it. I'm fucking getting pregnant I'm the getting next seven Right now.
0: <laughs> right now. <laughs> Uh, the guys, last time, not now, not now, you guys. Trust me, the last time, definitely not this time, <laughs> <laughs> guys. The book is really hey, here's the thing: is her book and the website and the blog. It is that perfect combination of relatableness and humor and actually the real truths about the best way to get your kid uh, potty training, and get through this milestone. So again, everybody should check it out. Um, what we should also check out. Is a mom having a breakdown?
1: L- yes, please.
4: This is a rant. Um, I fucking hate taking my kids to Costco. It is the worst. I always think it will be fine because they actually like to go there. They ask to go there sometime. They have the little the cart with the two spots for the kids to sit. And so I can have my one-year-old and my four-year-old both in the cart and they all love the samples and they like to get a treat there or something and I always think, oh, this, is, this will be fine. I can take them both to Costco and I'll just get all my groceries for the month and I'm done and it's gonna be fine. No problem. And it's always a shit show. It takes forever. And then when I get to the, finally get to the checkout, um I hand them my bags. And I try to say, like, very quickly because they're just grabbing stuff off the belt. I'm trying to say, like, please put cold things in the inflated bags. Please don't pack them too heavy. And they always pack them, like, incredibly heavy. And I'm, like, a petite person, and I have two small children, and nobody seems to understand that I have to get all this shit into my apartment building by myself. And, like, every time I come home, and I'm always trying to figure, like, do I leave the kids in the car while I prop open the two doors between my parking lot and my elevator do I bring the kids with me do I let them run around the parking lot like crazy people and I'm just like trying to carry all this stuff and like tweaking my back and I'm making this giant pile by the elevator and then you know my kids are closing doors and they're playing with the elevator button it's just like fucking crazy I finally get everything up the elevator up to my floor down the hall into my apartment and I gotta find every a place to put all this shit that I just bought that I think I'm saving so much money on and it's just crazy. I don't know why I fucking do this. I wish, like, I was thinking like I do this once a month. I should just get a babysitter. And like my mother in law is supposed to be like helping me out. We moved down here, supposed to be close to her. I got a building with an elevator because she hates stairs, so that she would come over. Maybe somebody could watch my kids and go to cop with myself. But like, no, I don't have any help. I don't have help from the cops, of people. I don't have help from the people who said they're going to babysit for me. Like, it's just me doing all this fucking shit by myself, and it sucks. And I should just probably, I don't know, just refuse to do it. And it's like, I don't care if I'm saving money. It's like making me insane. And I don't know, just Amazon fresh everything. And I don't care if it costs a million dollars. Like, I get home, and I'm just, like, pissed off the rest of the night that I had to do this shitty thing by myself with zero help. Also, when I'm trying to bring the groceries in, like there's not even a path in my kitchen because my kids have just thrown toys everywhere. So I'm just gonna like burn my house down by the end of it. So <laughs> that's it. Fuck Costco. We fuck all the big box stores. Let's be equal about it. Um, yeah, you guys are doing a good job. Thanks for the show. Bye.
1: Amazing. Yeah. You know what it is? She spells this out actually yeah. without saying it. It's actually not the trip to Costco mm-hmm. that's a problem. It's the coming back home with all that shit and the two kids. And I have the same—I don't live in an apartment building, but I still have this thing where even if everything went great, when I get home, it's so hard to get—if it's just you and the kids, it's so hard to get everyone— inside and doing what they're supposed to be doing and everybody needs something at that point when you get in and you're trying to figure out where to put stuff and you're carrying everything, it's all too heavy you're trying to figure out where to put it I mean it's just a nightmare. It's not like it's one load it's no. like seven
0: loads yeah. when you've gone to Costco. Yeah. It's like seven loads of stuff, yeah. and which is basically 20 minutes of unchaperoned time for your kids. Well, you've got to get stuff in. And I right. remember the first time moving from New York City to L.A., and I went to an actual grocery store in a car uh-huh. with Katie Bell, who was a little under the age of three. So she was like two and a half. And I get to the car with the groceries, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what a— What am I I supposed to do? Am I supposed to put her in the car seat first and then unload and then return the cart? Or am I supposed to leave her in a cart Put it and in and then walk over. over. The and by, back, and by the way, out. seven years later, I still don't it's know the still, answer to that. I still, still don't know. No. It's,
1: it still depends on the time and what's happening. Right. What, Is your car where 100 you can degrees put the cart away? Yeah. yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, all
0: that stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> and sometimes I'm just like, fuck you, car. Yeah. You're going over the edge. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's very difficult what you're doing. Yes. You are doing a remarkable job. Great job. Good job. What did we learn today? We learned, well, I learned, <laughs> once again, how much of a responsibility parenting is. <laughs> oh, God,
3: I hate that.
0: Especially when I am in a real rut of not wanting to be very responsible for being a parent. Mm-hmm. That just happens. Sometimes that sinks up. So, oh yeah, you know where you're just like I. It's the whole thinking of the food and making sure everybody's oh, eating healthy yeah. and everybody's eating another fingernails cut and are they, You can't like, take
1: one more thing. There's like one more yeah. thing,
0: and the and the problem for me is sometimes the one more thing is the one that's like the really important thing that yeah. I should. Everything else should like yep. fine. Let those toenails grow right into his feet. What do I care? <laughs> I this kid needs to be potty trained, mm-hmm. and in all honesty, I just don't like the idea of my no. kid running around without pants on like yeah. i real and not because of not because i don't want to see a naked bi- we have yeah. a whole like naked baby coming through after the bath every night you know it's like a whole fun thing that we do with both kids when since they were little but like just the idea of Knowing there's going to be pee or poop, like, yeah. on the couch or I on know. furniture on the floor. I just don't want to do it, guys. I know. And, and it's a real bummer. Totally. And I'm going to have to d- clearly do something. And uh, that's just like, it's like one of a million of these things, you know, yeah. <laughs> that we have to face. And even if, and I think what also is hard about this Is This is one of the ones where there have been lots of opinions before we started it. Uh, There's lots of what worked first with my first child or whatever parenting book I read first that I really liked or whatever my aunt did that I really... Even the good stuff. Even the, like, these are all the things I want to do with my child to make... And this makes sense to me. um, This is a hard one because... Sometimes those things aren't the right things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they are. Again, every family is different. It's sort of like the sleep stuff. Am I going to do sleep training? Am I not? Is this what's going to work? Is this what's not? It, it gets very complicated, and it's very easy to feel guilty about choices you're making or feel bad about choices or feel bad that you haven't made a certain choice yet. Yeah. That's just a tricky one. So, um, that sadly, that can't be an excuse to not do it. I say to myself in the mirror, but uh, potty training, it's hard. Totally. Big takeaway. Um, Two, uh, there are good resources out there. And I I, I, I think Jamie offered a lot of good insight as well as some good humor and grounding with this. I'd much rather somebody make me laugh while they're informing me that I've got a mom up and take (laughs) care of business. Uh, It's always nicer. Um, And we learned that Costco... And other big box store places. And just the act of going out into the world with your children and then having to come home again is difficult.
1: (laughs) So difficult.
0: Everybody, you're doing a remarkable job.
1: Yeah, you guys are doing great. You really are. It's hard. It is. Yeah. The end. Yeah. Teresa? Yes. You were doing a very good job. Thanks, Biz. So are you.
0: Thank you very much. And, dogs, you have done an amazing you've job. You've done too. okay. You've been We all made right. it through. We did it. <laughs> I'm going to go slam some doors. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. I got to load down, mama blues.
4: I got to load down, mama blues. got to load Down mama blue, low down mama blue, gotta low down mama blue, gotta low down mama blue, know that right.